Good morning, Diana. How are you today? Hello, gorgeous. I'm quite well. How about your fabulous self? I'm doing so good. I'm doing very well, and I'm so excited to be back with all of our listeners. Me too. This is just a very quick aside, and I know we've been posting little video um, snippets late, lately, so people will be able to see what I'm talking about. I am sitting in front of kind of a wooden, natural wood background in the carriage house, and I'm kind of, with the light that's coming in, <laughs> my skin and my hair are the same <laughs> color as the wood, and you must feel like sometimes you're just talking to a pair of glasses in a mouth. No, I never feel that way. <laughs> I mean, you do have the couch and the piece of the wood that is, you know, on the diagonal behind you. So no, no, I don't ever feel that way. Okay. So um, that's a com that's a complete aside. This is me in my natural environment, right? Anyway. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so I'm excited we, about what we're going to talk about today. I know. We are talking about saving the day, hero mentality and egos. And I got to be honest with you. I know nothing about this topic. Well, you know what? <laughs> me neither. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> yeah. Insert like, you know, side yeah. wink and laughter and whatnot. Shot, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I think you and I are both, I won't say guilty of this, but I think that we have both given this topic a lot of thought, just not just with um, self-reflection, but also in our observations of the behavior of other people, particularly in social media. Like, I think you see this a lot. There's a lot of posturing happening um, in the world, and um, it's really something to see. Yeah, it is. And again, I, I was totally tongue in cheek when I said this earlier. You and I were talking about it, but you know, it's interesting. My younger self was definitely somebody who, you know, go, 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 climb that ladder. We've talked about it before, and I always. I took on the role and it's, it was a control thing for me, for sure. Well, no one else could do it as good as I can. So I, I better do it. I better do it all. I better do every little bit of it. And then I'm going to save the day because again, no one else can do it as well as I can. And right. nothing could be farther from the truth. <laughs> well, yeah, not, not letting um, people behave the way that they're just going to behave, not letting situations maybe turn out the way that they should, um, you know, just constantly taking on the role of being like cleanup crew and like preventing disaster or, you know, I, I used to always call it how like me attempting to control the universe, you know, yeah. so that things would not, you know, outcomes wouldn't be undesirable and go a certain direction and it's like looking back on that it's like who did i think i was anyway <laughs> yeah and and what it does the other thing it does more than anything else it hurts you first and foremost because you're exhausted you're depleted it's a lot to manage so many other people's lives and out the outcomes and all the things you're physically exhausted mentally it is so taxing but furthermore you're not allowing other people to rise up in an occasion and take the reins and maybe show off their skill sets and their talents. Right. It, it does really show kind of a lack of trust and faith in other people. And, and also a lot of arrogance it really in who do I think I am that I'm the person that has the 
best um, strategy for making this happen. I mean, other people are at play here. So yeah, I think that that's a huge thing. And then we end up burning ourselves into the ground and then there's resentment because more often than not, you know, my dad used to always say there are 8,000 different ways that this situation can play out. And when you've got your mind on, okay, this is the outcome. I'm controlling all these people and all these events and all these different variables. And then it still doesn't work out the way that you expected. That doesn't feel good either. So it's such a losing mentality. You know, it really is. Well, and again, I, I think it comes from insecurity that, you know, gosh, what if somebody else does it better? What if they, you know, what if they actually make me look bad? What if, what right. if, what if? Yeah, perceptions. Right. And wow, I mean, it is such a relief to realize that I don't have to be at every event. I don't have to be at every, I don't have to be in control of things. I can actually show up and be a guest and be gracious. I don't have to jump in for cleanup crew or any of those things. Um, I know, again, I, I used to go to events or parties or whatever it was, and I was the one, you know, oh, let me get in the kitchen and start doing all this and let me, and, and don't get me wrong, there's, there's, there's appropriate times for that as well. But I think it just, for me, it was learned behavior. I remember when I was a little kid and I would go to people's events and, you know, my mom, my grandmother, whoever would be like, well, you have to go clean up and you have to go take care, you know, you have to be a gracious guest. And, but I don't necessarily think that that's, you don't have to be a gracious guest in that way, right? right. You can be a gracious guest in other ways as well. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but that was a learned behavior. And then it just trickled over into, you know, into adulthood for me. And, and you don't always have to say yes. It's, I think that's the other piece of it too, right? Right. I used to be a yes person. You ask me to do anything. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. I will do it. But I didn't even want to do it. Right. You got to share the pie, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's okay to say no. Yeah. I mean, quite frankly, I got invited to an event this summer and I started thinking about it. And I said, no, no. And it's okay. It's really okay. I feel, right. I feel better that I'm not going because I'd almost be resentful if I did go. Right. That so, yeah, the resentment definitely does does build over time. Sure. And the thing is, if you constantly are taking the reins in every situation because you, I, I don't know, you assume that that's your responsibility or nobody else is going to do it. Guess what? You're going to own that for a long time because you you've really yeah you've just got to let things go sometimes and some things the bottom's gonna sometimes the bottom's gonna fall out of something and that's just the way that it is you know i think this subject is so you know layered because there's us in our own you know trying to make everything perfect and you know i had the little miss pretty perfect thing i was attempting that for a long time too and it just it doesn't it wasn't accurate it doesn't work so there's that personally and then you know i talked about social media in the intro and it's like it's almost like it's an epidemic like i see people doing that on social media all the time and it's funny because it's i think a lot of us waver between like oh god this person is just like 
bragging, bragging, bragging. It's all this stuff. And then I have this sympathy for this person where I'm like, I'm wondering if they're just not getting the validation that they need in their own personal life, or do they not have the self-esteem, you know, that they're looking for the likes and they're just putting out all of this stuff. They're broadcasting this stuff on social media that, I mean, most people are like rolling their eyes at, at a certain point. You know what I mean? It's like a weird line to walk, I guess. And you brought up some really great points. Social media does bring out things. I, I often ask myself when I'm posting, like, am I, am I posting too much? I mean, I do a lot of posting for work, um, mm -hmm. but in my role, I, it, there's, there's reasons for it. And I think it's, you know, building, you know, building a brand for my company and these events we're at and all that other stuff. And I, I do get people saying, wow, I mean, you got this charmed, great, wonderful life. And I do, I have a great career. I'm so fortunate and blessed. And you don't, I'm not posting the, you know, three computers and spreadsheets and price increases, and all the things that we have to do that I have to <laughs> not do. Not sexy. It's not <laughs> sexy. I'm like, hey, this is what my day's been like today. Super fun. Um, but I am, you know, I mean, listen, but those other things are, you know, I mean, again, it's part of what I do. It's part of my, you know, my role and what I do for my company and all those things. But, you know, when people say things like that, I'm, you know, I've gotten to the point where honestly, I, I really am like, I don't care. You know, if you like it, great. If you don't, I don't care. You know, I mean, I, but it is, that's part of my work, but right. I try to be cognizant of some of the things I'm doing. Sometimes I'm like, I don't care. Sometimes I'm at the point, I don't care anymore. I'm done caring. I'm done worrying about, because for me, it also right. becomes, I'm worrying about what everybody thinks and well, they think it's to this or to that or to yes. whatever. And we had a, um, there was a picture this week that I posted. I normally wouldn't have posted, but it was really fun. And I'll bring it up here because again, it was, you know, as part of the social media thing, it was with one of my clients who I've known for, you know, I don't know, probably seven or eight years. And we were at seasons 52. We had the little dessert things and we both kind of had the spoons in our mouth. We were laughing and giggling. He took the picture. It was super funny. And I almost didn't post it. And I said to the girl running our social media, do you think this is too much? She goes, no, it shows you're having fun. And that's the beauty of it. You know, showing you're having fun, having a good time. But my ego went, I don't want anybody to think I'm not professional. Like, do I not want to appear this way? And so it just, I don't know. It just becomes so much in your head. So many things. And I was like, finally, I'm like, forget it. I don't care. Let's post it. Why not? Who cares? So again. Yeah, like, what are we curating here? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the ego piece is so interesting. Um, you know, because again, it's, it's, how do we want to be perceived? How do we want people to look at us? You know? And again, here I come to save the day. I mean, it just doesn't serve anybody. I, I kind of got, I, I sidetracked on that note, but I yeah. did want to bring that up since you brought up social media, it was just kind of interesting. Um, but you know, the hero mentality of saving. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think you, you went off track at all. I mean, we talk a lot about the special needs community. So I'm thinking about this too. Like I have posted a lot of, you know, you could call them mom brags about Roman. But I don't and look at them that way. I honestly, for me, in my, I've, never, I've never looked at one of your posts and thought that's a mom brag. Well, you might not, 
But for me, it's been about advocacy. And listen, I am enormously proud of him. It's, that's first and foremost. But it's also been like an advocacy thing. I've been very intentional about, look at how much people with Down syndrome can do, you know? Um, but I do know that there are parents in the disability community where because they their children are not necessarily doing some of these things for whatever reason like you know there are a lot of reasons um they are that makes them feel less than and that they already they have a child with a disability and because their child is maybe not necessarily achieving in these certain areas like you know someone else's child with a disability is it makes them feel less than so it, it's a it's a weird line to walk but you know i i think there are probably people out there maybe not in the typical population but maybe in the special needs population that my parents that are just like you know shut up already so and you're you maybe know, i don't know but there may be, but here's the beauty of it. They don't have to follow. They don't have to like, they can go off no. social media. There's a, there's a woman that Olivia went to high, her, went to high school, her son went to high school with Olivia and I can't follow it anymore. I can't, it's, it's blocked, but you know what? Yeah. I don't have to read it. I don't have to look at it. I can unfollow. I can unlike, I can do whatever I do. You know, she wants to post them that makes her feel good. All power to her. Go for it. Yeah. I don't, I don't have, it doesn't have to come through my feed. It doesn't have to come through anything. And I would say the same 100%. to you or anybody else. If, if you don't want to watch somebody, you know, who posts their pictures of their dinner every night, unfollow them. Don't like them. Don't read it. Don't, you know, you you're absolutely it. right. So yeah. And it, all, yeah, we all have a choice. The thing is, social media, I mean, that's the advertising these days, right? That's where people, right. you know, that's how people connect. I think people feel closer in some senses. I mean, you and I, not that we don't, we don't talk, we talk and we zoom and do all these things too, but it's also, I get to see your photography. I may not get to see your photography because you probably wouldn't send me a picture every day, but I get to see your photography. And I get, yes. to, you know, some things that maybe we forgot to talk about. I'm seeing on social media. I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. You know, just, so again, I think it's all in perspective. I think this all comes down to perspective. Um, and how you feel about yourself. Oh, amen. The insecurity piece. Oh, yeah. I recently, I think you and I talked about this. Um, I, we all are insecure in things. We all are. I don't care if somebody says they're not. Absolutely. But for me, the insecurity where, it, it, I don't know, there's just, and maybe I'm just referencing dating, but that insecurity of having to send me a picture every day of what you look like and um, what you're doing and what you're, I just, it, it, it's mind blowing to me. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what that is like now in my adult life but i remember how unsettling it was as a teenager and a 20 something and i remember those feelings from then and there there weren't cell phones 
there wasn't social media, right. you know? So I can't imagine how compounded that is, you know, and how, how much room there is to read between the photos and read between the texts and read between, you know, all of that, you know? You know, and I think it's, that's back to the ego piece, like, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's ego wanting their ego stroked and validated, but ultimately the underlying issue is insecurity. Because yeah. again, if you need somebody to tell you how great you look every single day, holy moly, here's right. Go see a therapist, go, go get that checked out. Cause that needs to be worked through. Cause that's going to seep into every part of your life. Yeah. And I think this is probably something we've talked about in multiple podcasts and we certainly talk about it on the phone, but you know, th there's that, that phrase that money's the root of all evil, but man, it just keeps coming back to like, I think insecurity, it is just like the devil within it really is. And that's what, you know, comes it's, it's what this whole podcast really, this episode is actually about because yeah, trying to be the superhero and trying to save the day and trying to be perfect or trying to look perfect when you know the, like you're not and all of these masks that you put on to hide like all the stuff that you don't want people to see and all these actions that you um engage in so that people don't see the, the negative stuff that you're trying to hide like it's all this like masking of like authenticity that is so i mean to to be the person in the body of that it's like exhausting so like we're not doing ourselves any favors we're not doing anybody else any favors and it's you know i think you and i are working really hard on being intentional and authentic and holding ourselves to a high standard but also allowing ourselves to be a little bit more real and fallible and allowing other people to see that humanity as well. And that's been really hard. Like I have wanted to seem like, not like I was better than anyone, but I have wanted people to think that I am like the best version of myself but I don't feel every day like I am. I think I'm striving for it, but God knows I've made some enormous mistakes in the past and continue to screw up daily, but I'm trying to rise above it. But, you know, I really need to open myself up and let people see those flaws and, and realize it's okay. Well, I think you are just on this podcast. <laughs> I think we both are We're like, oh, by the way. Right. Like here's all this stuff. And it's like, I mean, but I think we're both at a point where I'm finally at a point in my life where it's like, and this is a 54 year journey where I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to be me good, bad, and otherwise. And those that are not okay with that, it's okay for them to not like me, not want to be in my life. I don't, that is okay. But that's taken a long time to get there because I want everyone to like me. And that's, that's ridiculous. Well said, my friend, well said. It, 
it is so true. We both suffer from this likability thing where I want everybody to like me and, you know, I want to be funny and smart and pretty and all the things. I want to be the person that, hey, comes up with the solution and does, you know, all those things. And you're right. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous to think that everybody is going to think that you are the most amazing person in the world. There's really only one person that really matters in that. And that's you. Yeah. As long as I think yeah. I'm doing the best I can and you know, all those things, it's amazing when you get to the point and I'm not, I'm like you, we're both a work in progress. It's not, mm -hmm. you don't stop learning. You don't stop growing. You do none of that. You just are a work in progress and you have more history underneath your belt. And when you have more history, that tends to help more data that tends to help you make better decisions going forward. I'll share something that happened to me this past week that I shared with you off camera, but I will share now with our audience because again, it's back to that hero mentality, saving the day. So, um, no capes, <laughs> no capes. Um, I had a situation. Yay, Edna. Huh? What'd you say? Yay, Edna from The Incredibles. Yeah. Yay, there Edna. So I, this week was asked um, to finance something for somebody and I just said, no, I said, yeah, I could have saved the day. I could have come in and, and saved the day, figured it out because I could have figured it out, but I said, no, it wasn't appropriate for me to do that. In addition, it would have been keeping that other person from some growth that they really needed to feel and experience. And I was going to be resentful about it. Right. So I said no. Which is so hard sometimes. And I, what I'd like to, I think, I love that you said no. And I know how hard that was for you. I know it was especially given the circumstances. But how are you feeling now, a few days in having said no? Feels so good. I know oh, it was the right awesome. decision. I, I know it was the right decision. I've been validated by that without asking. And I know it was the right decision. And again, it would have been, my reasons for it would have been save the day, here I am. Right. And, and I didn't want to do that. Wasn't my place to do that. And I did what was best for me first and foremost. And I also feel like the decision had a ripple effect on others that was needed. You bet and, it did. Yeah. And I think what's, you know, hard about that. And I, I just, I'm, I think it's so amazing that you did that because I know, especially in these circumstances, historically, you have set up a pattern of behavior with this person related to money that you have always said yes. And I think it's those circumstances in particular when it's with a person in a repeating situation where you've behaved in a certain way when you finally break that pattern and say no 
the risk is greater because you you actually do have some responsibility in having created that pattern initially to saying yes. So that first no is so hard to do because you don't know what the response is going to be, right? Because you when you say yes, you would have been, so I love that you feel good about saying no, like right off the bat. But if you had said yes, you would have been irritated and resentful for weeks or months or whatever. Not because you're, you know, you're an amazingly giving person, but because of the circumstances of it, you would have been frustrated. And instead you're feeling really good about that no. So it's, but you didn't know what the reaction was going to be, you know, and that's, that's scary when you break those patterns that you've created because you're responsible for it, you know, and that's, that's hard when it's like, because that's what that is, is that's actually admitting a mistake, right? Like a long term mistake where it's like, wow, I, I have been enabling for a long time and I'm not willing to do that anymore. And there feels, well, for me anyway, I'm not suggesting that it is with you. Sometimes that feels like a betrayal or it's unfair or I don't know what, even though what you've been doing all along was the wrong thing. So I absolutely commend you for that because yes, you did what was best, not only for you, but for that other person. Like actually the no is the right thing. Well, thank you. You summed it up beautifully. That that's that's it in a nutshell. I mean, everything you said is exactly how I felt. And and yeah, I'm responsible for creating that pattern. I created that. That's years and years and years of history and all the things. It is years and years and years of that behavior. And there was always in yes. trying to do the right thing. Right. right. Oh yeah. Under the guise of, of trying, trying to do the right thing, trying to make it okay, trying to keep the peace being and, a good and, person yeah yeah all those things but really finally seeing my own growth i mean i'll be honest it took me about 30 minutes of being angry being upset being you know what in the world i can't believe this blah 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 why am i why am i in this position why am i being asked this blah 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 on and on and on and then i just said no and it was like this big, huge elephant was taken off my back and just released. And I, I didn't really think about it. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I I gave it a little bit more thought and then I just said, I mean, I was appalled, but you know what? Again, if you don't ask, you don't get. So this person thought it was okay to ask. And now hopefully this person knows it's not okay to ask anymore. And that right. I will not, I will no longer support this behavior. Yeah, you have a boundary. I have a boundary and it was, it was a, it was a hard, fast boundary. And I am beyond proud of myself because this was not, again, it was, it wasn't, I did it, but I did, you know, I had to think about it. I had to feel it. I had to go through the, you know, I mean, again, the time was a whole lot less than it would have been in the past, but I'm done with it done with it. And I'm, I don't feel like a doormat. That's huge. That's where the growth comes in, right? And sure. the freedom and it's just, you can be your authentic self 
this other person is going to have to rethink some things in a good way, sure. you know? Yeah. I mean, the, the, you know, being a child of a, you know, an alcoholic father, it's like, like the codependency and the, you know, trying to fix things and the enabling and, you know, all those super heroics, those come in to play with that sort of thing too. So I'm absolutely relating in so many different ways, you know, it, it's, yeah, this, it's, like this facade is just like exhausting and it doesn't work. Doesn't work. No. And it's, it's, it is, it's feeding your own ego too. Well, I had to say, you know, blah, 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 or I had to come in and swoop down and make everything right. No, I don't. No, I don't. I do not. Need no, to be we the talked hero. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Be the hero we talked about life. like, be the hero in somebody yeah, else's accolades or ego. Like, why are we doing this? Like, yeah. think about why are we doing this? Right. Who are we doing this for? Like, well, and that's, you know, taking a beat is another, I love that you said, I mean, I know you were angry for about 30 minutes or, you know, however long it took you to like process that response, but I'm working so hard now on taking a beat mm -hmm. and not just reacting or responding and like, you know, sleep on it. My friend has a three day rule where I'm not quite there, but I'll sleep on it. I know to not have conversations late at night, things like that, but it's just, you know, and it does come back to my, the most stress and anxiety that I have in my life. I just, this like a light bulb just went on over my head. I would say the most stress and anxiety in my life is related to decisions about doing the right thing. Wow. You know, what I just it, realized that in having this conversation. Wow. That's huge. That's very relatable. Well, because again, it's all wrapped up in perfectionism, right? And, and it is what's this person going to think if I do or say X, Y, Z. It's not about, it hasn't been about how does that make me feel? Right. This or is why a, am I doing it? It has nothing to do with, it has to do with like the response you'll get from them. And then you feel something based upon how they, you know, their response to what you said or how you did it or whatever else. Oh, amen. It, wow. A thousand percent. So how, how about if I just like Venmo, Venmo you my therapy payment because I don't know why I haven't given that more thought. I was just like, wow, that's actually where like 99% of my anxiety comes from. Worried about somebody else's reaction to my real feelings about something. That's a huge breakthrough right there. That's huge. I love that. But you know, if you're going to Venmo me money, I'm just going to send it right back to you because you know, I feel the same way. <laughs> This is just, we're just going to call well, this we'll free spend therapy. it on cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee and cocktails. We'll be doing all of that. That's so Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, it's so, this is such an interesting topic. And it's really interesting when you realize just, wow, I, I don't want to be doing things I don't want to do anymore. I don't want to like, 
it comes down to not caring, right? Like, and I don't mean not caring, but like honoring yourself before you do things for other people, honoring how you feel about things. And I will say, I, you know, you know who I think is the best at this is probably my daughter, probably too good. At, she's probably too good at it, right? But she you can't gen- be too good at it. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, she genuinely, she does not care. Like if you're in your inner circle, she cares what you think and all that. Like she'll give it thought and she'll noodle it over. And I'm not saying she's not, she doesn't bend because she will bend if she, if she ultimately sees something and she's, you can have a good conversation with her about things. She's stubborn. I will say she's very stubborn, but people on the outside of that circle, pretty care mom, like who cares? Like what is wrong with these? I mean, you know, she just doesn't. And we had just today, she had a situation where she was telling me about how she was going to, she was going somewhere and you know, she's with a grandmother and her grandmother said something to her about a wrinkled t-shirt. And Olivia's like, I don't care. Like, I don't, where are we going? We're just going milling around like here, there and everywhere. And her grandmother was like, well, you need to wear an iron t-shirt or whatever it is. And Olivia's like, no, I don't. And I'm not wearing it. <laughs> well, I love just this about my this... daughter. She's yes, just like, she has self-confidence she advocates for herself and she actually she she doesn't care what other people think about her yeah which is so healthy but she does care she's got the biggest heart and i know that's not what you were saying she's so loving and she's so caring and she's so giving but she doesn't care what other people's responses or thoughts are about her behavior because she is confident in the choices that she makes and that is the best thing you could want for yourself for your child for for anyone i mean she is acting in a place of authenticity and i think that is something that we both admire so much about her i learned so much about myself through her and I love that she has this amazing self-confidence and I mean, she's often said, mom, if I were to wear a prom dress to dinner, I'm going to wear it. If no, even if everybody else is in shorts and whatever, but if everybody else is in, you know, prom dresses and I don't want to wear the prom dress, I'm not going to wear it. And she genuinely does. She, I mean, she cares about what she thinks and how she feels. But outside, because she's a very emotional person, like it's not like she's just, eh, I don't care. No, she is very emotional, but she also is, she is true to who she is and she stands by how she feels and what she wants to do. She wants to do her hair, she does. If she doesn't, she, she's not going to do it. And she said to me the other day, she says, I don't want to get caught in the trap of having new hair and makeup and all this other stuff every single day. I want to do it when I want to do it. Ironically, she's going into that field, which is very ironic. But there's something so lovely and wonderful about that, where she she finds beauty in other people and helping them look and feel their best. And I think that's magical. So I don't know. It's absolutely it's so interesting. And um, I don't know, this topic is just uh, one that I think it's home for both of us and just trying let's to put the capes away ladies yeah put those <laughs> capes away my god and they're always wrinkled so come on like let's be serious 
They're always wrinkled. I don't want to deal with the damn They're always cake. wrinkled. They're always wrinkled. So. Yeah. On that note, everybody, um, we hope you got some good little nuggets from us on this episode. And um, thank you for listening. Thanks for sharing and liking. And please send us the testimonials. Share this with your friends, people you care about. Perfect. Yes, because we're just, as Julie Eubank said, we're just a couple of girls who gab. Girls who gab. <laughs> That's it. Anyway, everybody, have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Take Thank care, you. And we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. I'm